Thank you for tuning in to the Victory is Greater Than the Struggle, an ex-lesbian podcast with myself. I am your host, Jessica Newsom. We're going to be talking about walking away, all right? Many of you guys have chosen to follow God, and in that journey, God has talked to you about your sexuality. He has spoken to you about the fact that, you know what, being homosexual is not something that I have for you, right? That is not in God's design. It's not in his plan. It is sin. And many of you have responded to that call. If you have not, that's okay. Continue to just get to know God. And you know what? He is the one that convicts. And I bet you he's probably done a little bit of convicting, but that's up to you to be able to answer to and say, okay, all right, God, I'm going to lean into that conviction or not. But those of you that have said yes to God, and now you're walking out this journey have lost a lot of friends, right? So you said yes to God and you're like, wow, okay, awesome. God opened my eyes. He opened my heart. And then you went and blabbed to your friends and you're just like, man, God delivered me from homosexuality. Oh my God. Hey. And then you go to all of your gay friends about your encounter with God and they look at you like you're absolutely nuts, right? You have repelled some of your friends, Some of your friends have cursed you out, chosen not to talk to you, um, and you're just wondering what in the world just happened. Well, your eyes have been opened, my friend, and this is something that happens to absolutely all of us. You are not alone, okay? There is light at the end of this tunnel. I know that you have been friends with that person for years, maybe since college or since you were younger, and you thought that your friendship was going to be on lock for a lifetime. But it fizzled away overnight just because you chose to follow God. Now, one thing that I have noticed while I was in the lifestyle um, is that the LGBTQ community is very close, close knit. Right. We are there for each other. We have each other's back. Right. We we love. We don't judge unless you walk away. Right. Unless you get delivered. Right. And I put quotes because that's what they're thinking. They're thinking, girl, you ain't delivered. You know, you gay. Right. (laughs) And so and so they begin to become toxic towards us. And I'm not saying that they're bad people because these people that you've been friends with, they probably are amazing people. But when you choose to follow God, there is a shift because the world does not want God. So many people do not want God. So many people persecuted and hated Jesus. He said, hey, if you experience this, just know that they hated me first, right? It's not you that they hate. It's me that they hate, right? God's telling us, Jesus is telling us, you know, it's not you. It's me that they're trying to come after. Why? Because of the conviction, because it goes against their thought processes and how they believe. If you're telling someone that their very existence of of how they live their life is sin. What I mean by that is so often in the LGBTQ community, that becomes our identity, our soul identity, our sexuality. Being gay becomes our total identity, right? It, it Our friend groups evolve around it. Um, um, political views revolve around it. And so when you separate that when you tell someone that their identity their sexual identity is sin you are threat they're they're going to feel like you're threatening their entire existence 
because that's what they wrap their life around. Not everybody, the but the majority of people that I have encountered and my friends, my friend groups. Okay. And so walking away and telling everyone immediately is probably the worst thing that you could do unless God tells you to. If God tells you to do something, do it, right? I'm not, I'm not God, right? God is an amazing, phenomenal God. And he doesn't do things the same way every time, right? He loves to do things differently because he knows how to touch this person and that person and he uses us. So we have to be obedient to God, but we have to use wisdom and we have to pray about those things. So if you've gotten to that point to where you have announced to your friends this new change in your life and now they're starting to fall off, I'm sorry. I know it's difficult. I know that it hurts. I know that it's frustrating. I know that you feel as though that they think that you're the bad guy. I know that you're trying to love them, but they don't love you back. I know that you're trying to be Jesus to them, but they aren't um, reciprocating that. They don't want to hear it, okay? That is often what it looks like being a a follower of Jesus Christ. And so who we keep around us is very important. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. I want to talk to you about who you are choosing to be in your little circle, who you're choosing as acquaintances, okay? Because the people that you keep around, you become like. You do. You become like. And so I like 1 Corinthians 15, 33. It says this, do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. It does. And so if there's a shift in your life and maybe you and your friends were both going down the same path and then you split off that path, you have to be okay with letting some people go. You may have friends that say, you know what, although you are ripping up our foundation of what our friendship was built on, I love you. Therefore, I'm willing to develop a new foundation. That is absolutely amazing. Those type of people oftentimes are far and few in between, but they're there. And I thank God for those people in my life who say, I respect your decision. Don't try to change me, but I respect your decision and I want to be your friend because I became your friend for you, not for what our identity was. And so friends in general, sometimes people are in your life because they're for what you're for. They're for cause. We're both all about LGBTQ issues. We're both, you know, um, LGBTQ and we surround ourselves, everything LGBTQ. And that's the foundation of your friendship. But you didn't realize that your friends just because they're for what you're for. Sometimes you have people in your life who are against what you're against. Well, we're against, you know, um, pick whatever it is, right? People trying to, to uh, 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 preach against LGBTQ Christians, right? These people, these groups that are trying to tell us that how we live is wrong. You're against what I'm against. Therefore, we became friends, right? But then there's people who are in your life 
because they are for. Not what you're for, not what you're against, but they're there for you. They got to know you love you. And it's those people who usually are there for the long haul. Okay? And so you have to sift out in your life which group, the people that you have, which group they're in. That's what you have to figure out. And when people tell you who they are, believe them. Maya Angelou, one of my favorite quotes, when people tell you who they are, believe them. They may not say out of their mouth, well, I was just for what you're for. That's our foundation. But they will act that out. Through their actions, they will say, well, this is our foundation. I was for what you were for. I was against what you were against, but not necessarily there for you. Right. And so and so we have to put people in their proper place. And that is OK. That does not make you a bad person. That does not make them a bad person. But it just means that you're shifting and you're changing and you have to go with that flow of what God is, uh, is, is how of how God is leading you. And so some of us have super petty friends and our foundation just sucks. OK, if you just have drama filled friends and they're just petty and drama filled, even as a Christian, you don't want that around. OK, that's childish. It's immature. And that's nothing that we should desire. Right. Um, John fifteen thirteen says greater love has no one than this. That someone laid down his life for his friend. Right. So if you have people that are backstabbing you, talking about you smiling in your face, but then saying something totally different, right? That's not a friend. A friend is there for you, loves you. And their actions will prove that. Anyone that is in my life fall under this category right here. Proverbs 27, 17. Iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another. Every single one of my friends, not acquaintances, acquaintances, they're there on the, they're on the outskirts. Okay. But my friends, they all fall in that category. We sharpen each other. We help grow one another. We help push one another along in the right direction. Those are the people that I have around me. And those are the people that you should want to have around you as well. Right. We're there to encourage one another and to build one another up. That's First Thessalonians 5.11. So for you, for you that is struggling with your friends groups, um, know that it gets better. It's definitely painful. And there's some friends who after, you know, I had my encounter and then I went and blabbed my mouth to them unfiltered. Um, walked away. It's been 11 years and my heart still hurts because I miss them. You aren't stupid or naive for missing them. You're human. Even though they may never contact you again and you feel like you're the only one missing them, it's like mourning. You guys were so close. You guys were so there for each other. But then when you realize 
that they were just there for a season or that they were just there because they were for what you were for, but you thought that they were there because they were there for you, it's hurtful. So we have to shift from those negative places. I know that you're in a negative place when thinking about certain friends groups. One moment, you know, you're just like, okay, that's fine. I'm letting it go, moving forward, developing new friends. And in that same night, you're like, man, I miss them. And you're feeling sad and you're upset and you're frustrated. That's difficult. That is life. So know that you're normal. Okay. Know that you're normal as you uh, experience ups and downs with your emotions in regard to different situations. That's being human. Okay. I experience those things too, but then I have to shift and gain, gain proper perspective and say, you know what? I know I miss them in this moment, right? But God has given me something better. I may have three friends when I used to have 15. I may see my three friends every now and then because we're all busy. And my 15 friends I used to have, we used to party every weekend together, be around each other every week. We have to realize that that shift is for our good and that just because we had people around us in that manner, right, doesn't mean we have to allow God to fill that void. We have to allow God to fill that void. So that hurt, that pain, we have to allow God to fill. And he wants to fill it with himself. And he will also give us friends. But first, nine times out of 10, you will go through a season where you feel like you're all alone. Maybe you have one friend. Maybe that person is just someone at your church and you aren't really friends with yet, but they are someone who is sharpening you. They're helping They're helping you to develop and deepen your relationship with God. But you feel like, man, you have no friends and you're all alone. That is oftentimes the process. I know very few people, if zero, who have not gone through that. Going through that process where it's just you and God is so lonely that void seems to get bigger and bigger and bigger of not having friends. And it's frustrating. And what do you want to do? Go back. Go back to what is familiar, what is comfortable. But guess what? It's temporary. Temporary pleasure. So we have to work through the pain, through the lack of understanding, through the confusion, through the questions and say, okay, God, I know you're going to fill that void. I'm going to hold on to that mustard seed of faith that says you got me. And I'm going to trust that you will bring the right people in my life. It may take a couple of years. You are not on your timetable. You're on God's. So have faith. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, Again, if you want to uh, reach out to me, want some one-on-one mentoring, you need a friend in me, I'm here for you. Okay. I always tell people I'm like a surrogate best friend. Uh, I have people that call me, um, they'll, the best way is like the little voice, uh, voice text, right? Shoot me a voice text. I shoot back. But if you want one-on-one mentoring with me, I am here for you. Go to www.loveatthecross.com. It's free of charge. I don't charge 
for my time. Okay. Um, so with that being said, if you want to donate to this ministry, please do. It helps me to do this, to do what I do. Okay. But www.loveatthecross.com and go to contact me, send me an email and we could zoom. I want to hear your story. I want to know what's going on and I want to love on you. See you guys next time. Thank you for tuning in to the victory is greater than the struggle in ex-lesbian podcast.